Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Tree Hill Wrestling Federation Podcasts, brother and sisters, episode 41, I'm Wide Awake, it's three minute warning. Wait a minute, did I just say three minutes? Yeah, it's three minute warning, brother. I don't know what that fucking means. Of course you don't, because you're not a real wrestling fan, but eventually you will be. Tree Hill Wrestling Federation Podcast, Episode 41, Season 2, Episode 19 of Tree Hill and the Wonderful World of World Wrestling Federtainment, which we what with them every week? We do what with them? What? Emulsify. The what with them? Emulsify. That is a good word. I think if I wasn't using amalgamate, brother, we would be using emulsify because I do really like that word but not as much as the amalgamation we do here every single You're week. You're obsessed with that word. On Tree Hill Wrestling Federation Podcast. Brothers, I am Sean Harris. And I am Aaron Cosker. You create sensation! Oh, Lord. And we are here to give you both worlds of probably the most dramatic, over, crazy, ridiculous TV shows known to man, but we love them. They have a very special place in our hearts. And now we have characters on other shows that have special place places in our hearts. I have, of course, Dan Scott in my heart, very near and dear. <laughs> the ultimate heel. Who also shouted out our podcast at one point in time. Yes. And you have Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Very near and dear to your heart and mine as well, too. So not only is it my Stone Cold Shrine on the mantle, it's our Stone you Cold know, Shrine okay. on the mantle. The one day my mom was here, um, I think she it was She judged me weekend. for having no. a Stone Cold show? Well, yes, she has judged you she, for having a Stone Cold Shrine. she does. But Flynn was sitting there the one day playing with the toys, and he looked up at the Stone Cold Shrine, and he started giggling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A little Stone Cold He already fan. knows who The Undertaker is. Yep. He's getting to know who Macho Man Randy Savage is. Yeah, he was trying to pick his nose. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, picking the nose. Yeah. Oh, man. We got a little wrestling fan on our hands here on Tree Hill Wrestling Federation Podcast. You can follow us on all social media platforms, including Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and the like at treehillwf.podcast. And listen to us on all streaming services, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. I'm going to kill you one day. Can't wait till we get to the wet days of Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's just the best, man. He is, ugh. 
You think he's good now? That's what I was telling you the other day. I was like, if you think he's good now in mid-1997, just wait. Just wait, man. You're going to love him so much more. By this point in 1998, like July 1998, oh, man. Oh, man. But we are here to talk about One Tree Hill for the first half of this episode. I'm wide awake. It's morning. That's mm-hmm. a terrible name for an episode, but whatever. They I know it's a fucking names. song title, but it's lame song as shit. Titles. It's lame as shit, and I don't care. And I especially don't care because mm. Lucas needs to shut the fuck up because I don't care about his fucking Bible verses he keeps going Bible on about verses? every fucking episode. And there's no recap. I need the fucking recap. It tells me what's important going into this episode. I need to remember what happened last episode. And like a good episode of Monday Night Raw, they show you that Ahmed Johnson joined the nation 50 times in a night. But here's the thing. If they showed a recap beforehand, the recap would probably include car crashes. Yeah. And? And that would have been a huge spoiler. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They couldn't exactly do that. No. They wouldn't show a car. They could show a car crash. Like, we haven't had one since Maria Menounos. So why would well, they, no, why they would, would they show, show like that? Lucas? Yeah, but that has nothing to do with what's going on right now. They I only know, show relevant. Show, showing a they car crash. only show relevant. That's the thing. There wasn't storyline that much relevant stuff like from past episodes. Like a lot of this. Yes, there's some stuff like Deb's pills and whatever. Yes. But like otherwise, for the most part. A lot of what went on, yes, it's current shit, but it's still like adding new layers to it. Sure. Yeah. Obviously, you need episodes to do some building for sure. You need those building blocks. You can't just go full force climax 100% of the time. But this was like, they're like, oh, we did all this shit with fucking Anna and Felix. We need to erase that and kind of throw in yeah, something Yeah, forget else. it ever let's, fucking happened. Let's just like... What? Let's pretend Restart. like. Let's pretend like we didn't waste our time for fucking three quarters of the season already, and introduce two shithole characters. Basically, based like from this episode on, the rest of the season's great. I must say, this episode was pretty good. Uh, yeah, it was pretty. It's pretty fucking good. Fucking <laughs> you good. sounded like you're like, eh, eh. Yeah, and then you kind of look yeah, back, no. and you're like, yeah, okay, yeah, no, I was good. <laughs> But yes, Lucas needs to shut the fuck up. You know what? Lucas can fuck off. He's such a heel. Wow. But not the good kind of heel. Because good heels are the ones that understand that they're heels like Moriarty. Like fucking Dan Scott. Okay? They understand their heels and they wear it. They don't pretend like they're not bad guys. They know exactly who they are. But... It's the pieces of shit like Lucas who try to say, oh, I'm just going through a hard time. I'm really not like this. Well, guess what? This is all you've shown that you're like, so you're a piece of shit. And you're in denial about being a piece of shit. So not only are you a piece of shit, you're a liar too. So fuck off with your fucking Edgar Allan Poe Bible verses. <laughs> wow. Okay. So we swing over to... Nathan's place and Nathan walks out of the bedroom to see what to appears to us is some random dude standing in the kitchen or in the living room whatever it is it's all one room uh drinking a beer and looking at the clown painting that's over the Haley picture that's painted pink 
and saying like or asking how much for it and we realized that this is Nathan's uncle aka Deb's brother Uh, Uncle Coop Uncle Cooper seems to be he seems to be a little bit loaded he dropped some money on the ground and uh, just Nathan tried to hand it back to him and he was like, nah, you keep it, bro. It's funny because like every time Nathan's walking around his apartment, it looks like the camera angle shows like, oh, there could be somebody else in here. Every time they make it feel like it could be Haley, but then it's not. Because also at the beginning of this episode, he had that dream where he's yeah, in bed that's with Haley. True. And then she vanishes and disappears like the ghost that she is. And then, yeah, we get our introduction to Uncle Cooper. Which we also learn is a race car driver. What did you just say? What? Did you just say he was a race car driver? Yes. Did you know that race car backwards is race car? Yes, I know. I'm aware. (laughs) And not only that, he's a race car driver. What do race cars do? They drive real fast. What could possibly happen when you drive real fast? A car accident, maybe? Oh, my God. We've only had three so far. Now we're in two seasons, so at least we have at least one per season. But with this whole fucking race car driver dude that's about to happen, may we see some more car accidents. I feel like we don't have a high enough number for my liking yet. (laughs) He just wants this whole show to be car accidents. It's literally what it is. How do you know? I know. How do you know? I've seen enough of them to know. You've seen three. Yes. That's three more car accidents than Monday Night Raw's had. Oh, my God. (laughs) In this entire time. Oh, Lordy. Well, I guess if you don't count Ahmed Johnson Pearl River plunging a nation member onto a car. Yeah. I don't know if that constitutes a car accident. I don't think it's it not counts. really an accident. He not meant to really. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in this case, one of them might not be considered an accident. But, you know, yeah. actually two of them. Yeah, I guess not a car. What would be a, a car on purpose? Car on purpose. <laughs> Anyways, let's, let's get there first. Car okay? crashes, dude. So Luke returns home. To his house where in his room Brooke is staying and it's early. She's still in bed, but he knocks on the door and comes in and says he just needs to stash something in his closet. And he grabs that bag of paper shredding. That's his pencil shavings from his pencil, pencil shavings. Oh, my God. Out of his backpack and puts it on the top shelf in his closet. Obviously, Brooke's a curious person. So I feel like, you know, could you say she's maybe meddlesome? Maybe inquisitorial, possibly nosy. Get the fuck out of here. You're what? just describing me. What? <laughs> I just said Brooke is a nosy person. So I'm what are you? What are you insinuating, brother? Are you saying that I'm like Brooke? I said no such thing. Uh-huh. All I said was Brooke is very curious, Kathy. Curiosity's good. Be curious, bro. Be curious. So Nathan, Luke, and Cooper are going to go on a road trip. So 
This sounds like fun. It sounds like Nathan really needs this. Oh, yeah. And spending time with his brother and his uncle and not, you know, his parents that are driving him insane would be good for him, especially after he went to try and see Haley and that didn't turn out the way yeah, he wanted it, did not it go to. Well, so probably would be good. Dan on the other hand, is crashing Andy's class. He just wants to learn a little bit about business. But he's sitting behind, like at the back of the class kind of thing. Karen's obviously there and uh, he starts insinuating things. Yeah. Talking about Randy and Sharon with their uh, illegal relationship. (laughs) <laughs> yes. And putting that in the rest of the class's ear. Yes. Which is not going to bode well for the those two, for sure. No, not at all. I mean, Dan's definitely playing hardball with Andy now. He's such He's, The gloves are off. You know what, though? Come at him, and you're going to fucking pay the price, man. I mean, look, his own brother slept with his estranged wife. Okay, what did he do? He hired a woman to fall in love with him. (laughs) Hired a woman to pretend to love him and then fell in love with him for real. I just can't wait for someone to one up Dan. It's going to happen eventually. You know it's going to happen, but... He seems like some people try to play checkers with him while he is playing chess. He seems Mm. to be a couple steps ahead at all times, for the most part. Mm. And that's what good heels do, brother. Mm. Interesting. So we get to fucking Daytona 500 here. We got to the fucking track. (laughs) So we find out that fucking Coop here is a NASCAR driver, mm-hmm. and he knows Jeff Burton. So mm-hmm. we get another celebrity uh, cameo here, Jeff F. and Burton. Yeah, um, you kind of lost your shit when well, he was on the Well, I don't know event. many NASCAR drivers, but there's some drivers out there that are kind of just household names. Uh, everybody knows Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon. I don't are, know any of them. You don't know shit about sports, but <laughs> I wouldn't say NASCAR is a sport. I'll get to that in a sec. Cause I gotta cut You're a, gonna go off. I gotta cut a promo on fucking NASCAR He's gonna here, go off. bro. I'm sorry. I <laughs> apologize in advance. Gotta cut a NASCAR promo here. But yes, Jeff Burton is one of those names that a lot of people do know, even if they don't watch NASCAR. Okay. Here's the thing. Okay. My daughter has recently got me into Formula One. Now, throughout my entire life, I have appreciated, loved, and enjoyed sports. Pretty much every sport. There's a few that I don't care about, including car racing of any sort. Okay? I love go-kart racing. I love Mario Kart. (laughs) I love that shit. I love crash team racing. But I've never cared about actual organized professional car racing of any sort. Rallycross, F1, NASCAR. Now my daughter has gotten into F1. And she's now gotten me effectively into F1 because now I've watched some races with her and it's not nearly as long as NASCAR races, way shorter. Uh, The drivers are great. The whole idea of it is fun. And I understand why so many people appreciate and enjoy Formula One now. 
uh, the last Grand Prix that they had last Sunday, over a few-day period, 400,000 people were in Mexico to see this fucking race. 400, almost half a million people were here to fucking see Max Verstappen win yet another Grand Prix, his 16th of the year. So anyways, I digress. Formula One is fucking awesome, and I have now seen the light. NASCAR, on the other hand, what would you rather see? Okay, 20 guys drive around in a cool little circuit in these insane cars for 70 laps. Or would you or would you rather watch these lame cars that all look alike with their stupid fucking logos and shit on it drive in a circle for 500 laps? I'd rather watch neither of them. But if you had to pick... What would you watch? I don't know. The cool course with the cool guys for 70 laps or the lame fucking rednecks who drive play, in a circle? Can we just play Mario Kart? <laughs> My point is NASCAR is fucking That's stupid. That's only three laps. Yes. Sometimes more. But still. Baby Park's not three laps. No. That's more like Baby 10. Baby Park's like seven laps. And whatever. whatever the fuck it is. But anyways, my point is, NASCAR is fucking stupid, <laughs> okay? You drive in a circle for 500 fucking laps. No one cares. And if you do care, some fucking stupid redneck. But the only way to lose, if a NASCAR driver is chasing you, the way you lose them is you turn right. Jeff Burton is here, and he's friends with Coop because they're on the NASCAR dick-sucking set. Wow. <laughs> She's Louise, bro. And uh, yeah, they're uh, a bunch of NASCAR losers and they're on the test track. So, Well, yeah. and uh, Jeff Burton's daughter, apparently. Daytona. And his son are there. <laughs> Not named after the Daytona 500, I'm sure. I don't know. Yeah, she was uh, out racing a car, and that sounded fun. Sure. I, I mean, honestly, I would love to go really fast. I would rather do it in a Formula One car, though. Yeah, but those look lame. Uh, they look weird. They're cool as shit, dude. They look weird. They're aerodynamic as fuck. They're super cool. I don't know. I'm an F1 girly. I'm just not... I'm an F1 girly now. I'm a... Race my SUV, girly. Don't do that. <laughs> Flynn's mother. <laughs> You're not a very good driver to begin with. Anyway. Excuse me. Need I need 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 to bring up the instant replays of crashing cars, running red lights, too fast turns, speeding tickets. <laughs> Etc. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no comments from the peanut gallery. Oh my god! Thank you very much. Anyways, Deb is still on pills. Yeah, she's fucking pill popper still. So this, yeah, we see her pop a cup. It looks like she did a couple, not just one. Yep. That's I don't know. Whatever. Deb's fucked. And Karen, has inv- she's at Trick, and she's invited uh, Peyton to come and spend time with her. What happened to Trick? Like, are they doing anything there now? Like, I, it feels like they haven't done anything at Trick for a while. 
Well, I mean, like it's full of cokeheads, so we had to shut it down. No, dude, (laughs) they're just concentrating on the Haley Nathan drama shit. Just wait, there's gonna be some trick shit going on. Gonna be some trick shit. Trick shit. Some tricks. (laughs) Oh my god. Maybe they'll add the K and spell it right for once. Oh my god. And Deb shows up, and uh, she's calling for a drinky poo. Yeah. Yeah, it feels uh, like she gets into a few drinky pills and drinking. Yeah, not a good mix. Maybe not the best, especially with the pills she's taking. Oh, she's on fucking Oxycontin and shit. So, and then she's drinking as well, too. So she's doing the pills. She's doing the booze. And uh, we just have a fucking dance party for like five hours. It wasn't five hours. Dude. It was one song. Yeah. Uh, They may have played one song, but it seemed like it was a montage because they kept going. Time stamped this fucking shit, dude. They kept like forwarding in time. This is still going on after all this time has passed. This five hour drunken pill dance party that they're having. And while they're dancing, Daytona is driving the track with the guys like Lucas, Nathan, and... Daytona's brother in the car and she's driving so fast and so insane like Lucas is holding the like freaking handle he's like oh my god okay you can slow down they look like they're gonna be sick but the best part of this is that uh they asked uh, Nathan asked uh Daytona's brother have you heard the new 50 cent Oh my god. Do you actually think Tony Yeo's in fucking jail or not? It's very dated to 2005 here. It's hilarious. Yeah. Get Rich or Die Trying, brother. That's a hell of an album. Well, then it's funny too because uh, they were saying Daytona was driving like crazy. She's like, oh, you think this is crazy? And then all of a sudden just starts zoom. spinning out yeah. and like oh, she's she laughing yeah, she like a, a fucking maniac with her head tilted back. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. And like, yeah, that would a, be me. She has a full 180. Like, it she's was nuts. hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty hilarious. She's nuts. Yeah. So a student has ended up reporting Andy and Karen's relationship to the dean. So he's got to go see Dean Douglas. I'm I'm calling the dean Dean Douglas. You know why I'm calling him Dean Douglas? No idea. Because there was a wrestler named Dean Douglas. Oh my god! And he was a fucking teacher. Wow. A wrestling teacher, and he beat fucking Razor Ramon for the Intercontinental Title. What the fuck? And then he was fired later. Oh, why was he fired? I don't know. He's an idiot. Shane Douglas. He ended up going to ECW. Hmm. And he was in WCW as the franchise. So later on, Daytona and the guys, they're all sitting around a little campfire thing. They're talking. They're playing some songs. And Daytona just starts playing this, this song. And it sounds hella familiar. Sounds like the song that Haley recorded with Chris. Turns out it's a Ryan Adams song, and it's a very like common song. Like people know this song, like at this right, time. Right. But obviously, this strikes a nerve for Nathan, and he gets up and walks away. And she's like, "What? Like, what's going on?" So she obviously doesn't know the extent extent of what's been going on. Doesn't know that this song is a little triggering. Unknowingly tone deaf a little bit here. That's the thing. You can't like 
I don't think you can call her necessarily tone deaf if she didn't know. Sure. But yeah, Nathan just goes and walks off and she's like, what did I do wrong? And Lucas is like, don't worry about it. It's okay. He'll be fine. After the whole dance party at Trick, Brooke drives drunk and pilled up. Yeah. Drunk and pilled up Deb home. Because she's got her DW not I car. DW not I. It's her shift for her safe rides program. So does this have any, like, uh, does this have any, uh, is this related to Operation Red Nose at all? <laughs> Operation Red Nose is only at like Christmas time, bro. Yeah, I know, but this does is this like an all any... the time. Yeah, I know, but does this have any relation? Is this no. a distant cousin of Operation Red Nose? No, no. Brooke created this. No, no. Did own. you know you just fucking said one of LA Knight's catchphrases? No, no. No, I did not. You just did. Go, brother. Oh, my God. So she br- drives Deb home and then she gets a call to pick up Mouse. And she goes to get him, and he's like laying on a oh, dumpster hammered. or he's something, and he's like acting like he's fucking Killed like up. he's so fucking do- like done. And he gets in the car, and he's like, "Really, I was just bored, and I thought I knew it was your shift, and thought we could hang out." Yeah, so he faked the whole thing just so you can hang out with Brooke, and she's down with it. Yeah, whatever. She said she'll marry him one day. So, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, Andy, oh, poor Andy, he has decided that he's quitting. He's, because he was given an ultimatum. Well, he He got, yeah, yeah. Either was going to be let go, or he needed to end the relationship with Karen. And he just said, you know what, I quit, because I love Karen. Dean Douglas gave him the fucking pile driver ultimatum and just said, hey, it's either you give up your fucking teaching post or you give up your relationship. And because he's worth $50 million, he doesn't exactly need the teaching gig. No, that's more of a hobby job. So, yeah. Yeah. Brooke and Mouth are driving around. They're hanging out and they get a call to pick up Erica. And Erica seems like she gets in the car and she seems really down and from what it sounds like she went to hang out with these guys that were at Felix's party and they started to get a little handsy and oh my god does this bring me back this brings me back to when guys have tried to get handsy with me that's why I'm such a bitch you know like when people like are talking to me and I'm just kind of like brush them off or whatever and I'm just give that fuck you attitude is because I've been in situations like that where guys think that they can get handsy with me I'm free game and I just like turn on the fuck you I'm gonna fuck you up if you touch me attitude and that's just the way I've become yeah fair enough to protect myself essentially but yeah, she's uh, she's in a bit of a situation, and then Mouth is like, "Hey, why don't we all go get food? Like all of us, let's hang out." Erica's definitely a lot different from when she first started on this show. Doesn't yeah. seem like she's going to be much of like a main character, more just kind of a supporting whatever bit part. Yeah, but whatever. 
Oh, Nathan and Cooper, after Nathan got away from the situation with the other guys, they go to have a talk. They have a heart to heart. Mm-hmm. Maybe a Brett to No. Owen. No? No. <laughs> no. Helen to Stu? No, no, no. No heart foundation bullshit right now. <laughs> this is One Tree Hill time. What? No. Dan and Andy at the dealership. That got a little heated. Well, Andy was already in Dan's office, just like yeah. feet up on the fucking desk, just like chilling. And Dan's calling him little man. Yeah. Yeah. And Andy's like, oh, bro, you don't know that I could fuck you right up. Like, you have yep. no idea. So he tells him to get lost, but then he also gives him the job application. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, hey, you want a job? You want a fucking job, bro? And uh, Andy goes on about his, you know what? I believe in karma. Karma strikes down people. And it happens. Karma's a bitch. So it'll find you, bro. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. No. So Mouth and Brooke go to drop off Erica... Or no, Erica, they were hanging out. They had their food. And then Erica was going to walk home. Yeah. And Mouth is like, oh, I'll walk with you if that's okay. But then did you notice how that he wanted to ask Brooke's permission if it's okay? Yeah. yeah. That he walk her home? She's like, go get him, tiger. Yeah. Yeah. So he walks Erica home. And then once they get to her place, they kiss. And I think this is Mouth's like first real kiss. Marsh in Mouth. Wow. Marsh mouth gets in the marsh mouth. Mouth. Marsh's mouth gets on mouse mouth. Are you done? Sure. Okay. <sighs> yeah, it's really sweet. Anyways, it's the next day and this whole <laughs> race is going to go down. The guys there are getting all like suited up getting into their cars also deb also in. slept uh, outside and dan turned on the sprinklers yeah on. she didn't end up when brooke <laughs> dropped her off she didn't end up going inside she ended up passing out in the garden yeah in the garden of eden and dan went out to grab the paper and saw her there and turned on the sprinklers yeah i thought he's gonna pull the hose out and start fucking hosing her down but he did one better and turned on the sprinklers and she seemed like she didn't really care all that much and no. went back to sleep and she like wiped her face for a sec and then she rolled over She's onto like, her back and fell She's asleep like, again okay. that would be me honestly mm, no. i'm a sleepy bitch you wouldn't do that i'm a sleepy bitch yes i would no you wouldn't Yes, I would. Getting wet? Yes, I would. And and not only that, like getting erroneously woken up by getting sprayed by water after a drunken night while you're on the lawn. When I'm fucking in Dude, a- you whine and complain about being comfy. You would not sleep on a fucking lawn no matter how drunk, no matter how fucked up you were, no matter how tired you were. You would not sleep on a lawn. I know you. And if you <laughs> did, I know you. And if you did, you'd be complaining about back and hip pain for the next seven years. Seven years. And that's generous, brother. Wow. Dude, my back and hip pain is like, you know, warranted right now. But if you slept on a lawn all night. I used to sleep on the ground camping. Right on the grass. Yeah. With the sprinklers turned on. No. Exactly. But like. Stay in your lane. 
You know when you sleep... You know who can stay in his lane? Nathan. Oh, my God. Hang on. You know when you <laughs> sleep outside? No. And then it's like that dewy, like, you know, the air, it's like moist sure. and stuff? That. It's that, that whole thing. Okay. End up with dew and slugs all over the place. But if you're in a tent, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. This In this situation, there was no tent. Yeah. Anyways, yes, this race. This big car accident that's about to happen. Fuck off. Car crash, I guess. Car on purpose. So everyone's racing except for Daytona's brother. He just did the pace car thing. They had instructions. No one goes over. No one hits seven on the tachometer. Yeah. Tachometer. Whatever the fuck it's called. Whatever the fuck. We're not car people, so. No. And uh, so everyone's kind of like having fun. And you could tell Nathan's kind of getting a little frustrated, though. Well, he has to win at everything. He's very competitive. Very competitive guy. Um, And Cooper is kind of being a wiener and decides to give him a little bumpy bump. So technically, it's maybe not a car accident, but a car crash. It wasn't a crash. It was a bump. It was like, okay, point, put your finger out. It was like if I went, boop. At 300 kilometers an hour? It wasn't 300. 250? I don't know how fast. You don't know how fucking fast they were going. They're on a fucking NASCAR ring, so they're going pretty fucking fast. There's only like four of them out there. Mm. They're going pretty fast. So Mm. I think a bump at over 200 kilometers an hour, a little more than a bump. It was a bump. Okay. Car accident. <sighs> Number four. Thank you very much. So then this all happens and Nathan ends up in last place. And so they're all instructed to go back into the pits. And Nathan decides, oh, I'm going to do a I'm victory gonna keep lap. I'm going to keep going. And everyone's like, whoa, you're breaking rules, bro. And friggin' Cooper gets out and goes up on the like stand thing and grabs the headphones and microphone is trying to talk him like out of whatever he's doing. And he's like, Nathan's like, oh, you know that therapy you were talking about? This feels really good right now. Let's see if I can go faster. Yeah. And, and he well, he hang on. Hold up. Whoa. While this is all happening, he's thinking about all of these memories. Yeah. And he gets in like this almost like trance state with fugue state. Like this whole thing. And he ends up crashing. He goes like instead of going like you're supposed to go left, he just kind of went straight into the wall and bounced along the wall and ended up spinning and hitting the fucking barricade on the other side yeah, yeah. and then the car catches, catches on fucking fire. fire and we have our fifth car accident of the fucking oh show so we are five for five here brother i was trying to say that the bump shouldn't count it counts car on he car insists. car on car action so we have he hits eight on the tack fucking catches fire after the thing 
Lucas and Coop, they got to pull him out of there before he fucking incinerates in this car. Yeah. Which I'm sure he wouldn't mind if he did at this point. But yes, we hit another car accident. So in not even two full seasons, <laughs> five car accidents, which is a grand total of 2.5 car accidents per season. Oh, my God. Yes. So then Nathan's obviously rushed to the hospital. They get in touch with Nathan's parents. And Nathan says to Lucas as he's being wheeled down the hall for surgery, don't tell Haley. Mm -hmm. Don't call her. Do you think Lucas is going to abide by that? Uh, Probably not. (laughs) Well, we now have our third Scott that has been rushed to the hospital. Mm. Third time a Scott boy has been rushed to the hospital. Well, I mean... Uh, Keith was rushed to the hospital too. When? When Lucas and Keith were in there. Oh, the fourth Scott to be rushed to the hospital. Mm-hmm. His wasn't as serious as the other three, though. No, but Dan still. with his fucking HCM, Nathan with this, and then Lucas with the brunt of that car accident. Yes. Yes. Uh, Dan and Deb, they end up. Uh, <laughs> Dan's fucking champing it up here yeah, right you, now. Yeah, you go on He's right got now. the heel promo of the century. Calls his wife a fucking lawn gnome, which literally that's what she was last night. <laughs> he calls her Anna Nicole Smith. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. But then fucking Deb, the night that he went in the hospital with the fucking heart attack and shit, she prayed to the almighty God, Lord, Savior, Jeebus crust that... She wished Dan would die. I mean, low key, I think at this point, everyone kind of wished Dan would have died. No, he's a saint. Oh, God. He puts up with Deb. He puts up with Keith. He's such a good father to Nathan and Lucas. He runs his own business. He hires his own brother for said business. I'm staring daggers at you right now. What? (laughs) Don't. That's one person's perception. (laughs) Oh my God. Get the fuck out of here. Um, Whitey pays a visit to Peyton. He wants to make sure she's okay. But he makes a, says something about, oh, you should, uh, because he said that um, Jake told him to just walk in the house because she won't hear the doorbell ring. And uh, makes the comment, makes the comment about, oh, you should really lock your door. Some old creep could just come in here at any point. And she's like, old creeps like you don't scare me. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, Just Peyton's just fucking she's on a slippery, slippery slope right here. Well, and then he's like, oh, can we sit and talk? And she's like, uh, the bed. And then he laughs. He's like, like the PTA, PTA would have, have a field day, day with this one. one. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Uh, root beer? Uh, sure. Okay. Coke product, A&W. Yeah, there A&W. you go. <laughs> <laughs> so he just reassures her that Jake really knows like what he was doing in this situation, and it's going to be okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Deb says to Dan, finally, what? Well, we forgot also is uh, Nathan needs a blood transfusion. Oh, yeah. he's all fucked up. 
And of course, Deb's like, oh, of course, I'll give him a blood. And well, because the thing is, he has a, a rare, rare antigen yeah. in his blood. Sure. And she matches. Type triple O negative or whatever the fuck it is. Whatever. Anyways, but and she does match. Obviously, she's blood. Yeah. But <laughs> they come back and they're like, oh, they're going to have to find somebody else with the blood. He's like, why? Did you, could you not get enough of mine? And, and literally the doctor's like, you fucking pill popper? Because uh, we can't use your blood because it's tainted blood. Because you're a fucking pill pusher. Oh and a God. drunk. It's like, holy shit. What a harsh reality. And then Dan's kind of going off like, why do you need the pills? And she's like, I need the pills because I'm married to you. Yeah, I have to deal with you. I need fucking uh, over-the-counter fucking medication and booze. So Daytona and Lucas are walking or looking at the track and looking at the wall where Nathan had hit. And she's saying, you know, like Nathan's an athlete. He his instinct would be to like follow the track. To go left. He purposely did this shit. Yeah. Purposely or in like that instance. In this trance state and just didn't like his brain just didn't click. And of course this fucking looking at the marks on the wall of this crash is all part of the fucking end of show montage as they do every fucking week. That Andy... Now he sees Dan. Karma's a fucking bitch. Dan, your son's in the fucking hospital and needs a blood transfusion. Mm-hmm. What did I tell you earlier, motherfucker? Mm-hmm. And we end it with Nathan, another Scott boy, under the knife. But I know the next episode he'll be in the fucking hospital for the episode. And then the episode after, he'll be out. Hmm. Hollywood, brother. Interesting take. Correct, accurate take. What was your rating on this one? Dollar sign, 4.09. We're back in the fours. This was a good one. Okay. I liked it. Okay. Better than the last few. Well, and it was officially the first episode where we don't have to worry Host. about seeing Felix. Don't even say Anna. the names. Oh, you tainted this whole podcast by mentioning those fucks again. I'm just saying. Either way, it was a good episode. And it made even better by not having them in here. Mm-hmm. Rest their souls in hell. Okay, let's get away from that uh, fake sport of NASCAR and get to a real sport. Professional wrestling is as real as it fucking gets, brother. <laughs> Especially here on the July 7th edition of Monday Night Raw. From where? Where is it hailing from, babe? Ow, I just hit my nose on the fucking microphone. I never heard of a town called Ow, I just hit my nose on the fucking microphone. But, you know, maybe in Africa. It's possible. Who knows? <laughs> where where was Monday Night Raw this week emanating from, babe? Edmonton. Edmonton, Alberta. No, not just Edmonton. Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Oh, my God. Because we're American, and we don't know where Edmonton is, so we got to tell you. It's also in Alberta, which is also in Canada. But that's the thing. They still Canada. don't know where the fucking provinces are. Americans? No. They're dumb. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely not helping our American viewership, but who cares? 
But yes, they don't like, know where. We at. are forced to look at map. Yeah, I, okay, I can't really talk because I can't say that I know where every American state is. But there's so many of them. There's fifty of them. There's like so I know many. Approximately where a lot of them are. I know, like Washington State, Washington State, Oregon, California, Nevada. obviously Hawaii, Nevada, um, Texas. Florida. Meh. Florida, yes. I know the edges pretty well. South Carolina, North Carolina. Um, Where's Idaho? We already talked about this. Um, and then, obviously, Alaska. I'd yeah. love to go to Alaska. I had a chance to go to Alaska one time, and I didn't. Why? Well, I was doing a trip with my dad, and we were driving up around the canyon and going through like Jasper and all the way through Alberta. But we were up so far north that there was literally a turnoff for Anchorage or Juneau, Alaska, I think, or Anchorage. That would be so cool. And I was just like, man, if we turn that way and go like 700 kilometers north, there's fucking Alaska. That would be so cool. That would be fucking cool. I've seen so many beautiful pictures of Alaska, and it's just like, oh, my God. It's so cold there, though. So a little bit cold. So so I love being cold. Do you want to be a minus seventy? Can we go in the summer in Alaska? So minus forty. <laughs> I don't know how cold it gets in I don't, yeah. Alaska, but you have no idea. that's America, dude. No one cares. Uh, <laughs> July seventh, raw from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, because we don't know where Edmonton is, so you have to say it's in Alberta, which we don't know where Alberta is, so you have to say it's in Canada. And maybe on a map, you could find the biggest country in the world, landmass wise, because <laughs> we're American, dude. But you know who's not American? Brett the Hitman Art, the excellence of execution, the best there is, Ugh, the, the worst. best there the was, worst. and the best the there ever will be, and you know it. Brett, I know that he's the worst. Uh, four-time World Wrestling Federation champion. Thank you very much. Don't care. Okay. Don't care. Thank you. He's won the title more than The Undertaker. He's won the title more than Shawn Michaels. He's won the title more than Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's because he's a whiny bitch. He just whines to get his way. So the previous four titles that he won, he whined his way to get them all? Yeah. He did not. Because it's predetermined. He did so not. he just whines, and they're like, yeah, eh, sure, we'll give it to you. Predetermined. Kayfabe, brother. Brett Hart is out here, and he's in full Oilers regalia, which seems a little sacrilegious because he's from Calgary, and anybody who's a Calgary Flames fan automatically hates the Edmonton Oilers. So it's a little bit of sacrilege here wearing an Oilers jersey, but whatever, I digress. He's got to get that. Would he wear a Canucks jersey? Jer- jersey? Jersey. <laughs> you know, they have sweaters. They have jerseys. Never heard of the jersey before. Would he wear a If he was Vancouver in Vancouver, one, he, he would wear a Canucks jersey. Now, if he came out in Vancouver and wore a Canucks jersey, would you actually have no. a bit of respect for the guy? No. No. Even with a Canucks jersey. No. With an Elias Pettersson Canucks jersey. No, no, no. it's too bad. Uh, But yeah, Bret Hart, you know, we're in Edmonton. So you know what that means? He is a fucking hailed hero. Just like in Calgary, he is the fucking man. And not only that, we all understand that Donovan Bailey, we need heroes like Donovan Bailey. We need heroes like Bret the Hitman Hart. And Brett just came out here and he spoke the fucking truth. And you cannot discredit the fact that he spoke nothing but the truth. Saying that fucking 
America hasn't doesn't take care of the sick and the elderly. They don't have free health care. They don't have gun control laws. They're all shooting up each other. You gotta admit, Brett is fucking onto something here. He tells he cuts a fucking face promo and slags off America. I feel like for how much you hate Brett Hart, I feel like you're like a closeted American. You're on America's side? I just am against Bret Hart. Well, I guess you're against Canada then. <laughs> because he is the poster child for family values. We're, we're not riddled with racial hatred and prejudice. Um, Except. Except pretty much a lot of people in Canada. But, you know, there's I only. I literally hear it every day at work. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, we have call centers like all over the place. There's a lot of people in Canada that have immigrated from other countries. English is not their first language. And these people that call into these call centers, they, and they're like seniors or whatever. And they just fucking go off. They're like, I want to talk to someone that speaks English. I'm like, they do speak English, sir. Well, they don't understand or whatever. Like he just goes off or she goes off and I'm just like, wow, you're a racist fuck, but okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's definitely one comment that is not true. I know. <laughs> that Canada does not have racial hatred. That is 100% there is not the truth. So unfortunately. Much, unfortunately. And it's so sad. And yeah, it's. But we take care of our sick and elderly. We have gun control laws. We got free health care. I will give Canada this 100%. My MS medication, if we were living in the States, it would not be covered. Yeah. I'd have to pay probably three grand per month for my MS medication. How the fuck could you do that? Right? (laughs) On top of rent and other bills and groceries and things we need to survive. Yeah. Yeah. You just wouldn't be able to take the fucking medication. How the fuck could you ever afford it? Right? Yeah. Insane. Yeah. So good thing we live in Canada, brother. Where my medication is covered. Uh, so yeah, Brett cuts the ultimate fucking baby face promo here in front of Edmonton. But we find out, babe. Oh boy, I'm fucking making the friction burn in my fucking hands right now. Because in four short weeks, SummerSlam and SummerSlam... In my opinion, it's the number three pay-per-view because WrestleMania is number one. I feel Royal Rumble is number two and SummerSlam is number three. But actually, from WWE's perspective, they think that SummerSlam is the number two show of the year Mm. right behind WrestleMania. I tend to disagree because I am a mark for the Royal Rumble, as we all know. But SummerSlam... Yeah, you have a Royal Rumble party every year. Every fucking year. Uh, I don't have a SummerSlam party every year, but... No, nah, you have at least someone over. I didn't have a SummerSlam party this year. I didn't have anybody well, no, over we've SummerSlam been busy. this year. But uh, SummerSlam, the biggest party of the summer, SummerSlam. Oh, my God. Coming from New Jersey this year. East Rutherford, New Jersey. Forget about it. New Jersey hosts SummerSlam this year. And it's actually the first time they had... SummerSlam or even a WWE pay-per-view in New Jersey, I think, ever because of their uh, laws when it comes to like combat sports. 
You learn all about that. Laws. Very weird laws uh, up to this point, anyways. Hmm. Um, But we find out, holy shit, dude. It's fucking Brett. It's fucking Undertaker. So Brett is injured for months, is in a wheelchair, is in crutches, comes back, wins one 10 man tag match where he doesn't even get the pin. <laughs> and he automatically is given a world title Because he shot bitched so much. Against The Undertaker. He bitched so much that they're like, oh my God, let's just shut him the fuck <laughs> up. But the question I have for you is, what if Undertaker's reign comes to an end as per Brett the Hitman Hart? How distraught would you be if Brett beat The Undertaker for the title at SummerSlam. Mm, I don't want to talk about it. Why not? Because. Why not? Why'd you steal that away from me? Because I want to see him. I want to see him. I got to see him now. I guess I could look at him on my phone. Yes. Because I have it set up on my phone. Fair enough. Be present. We're like, okay, we just went off about this and we're like, we, I want to see him and they're probably like, what do you mean? The listeners are probably like, what the fuck are these two on? We got a new baby monitor. Yeah, it's pretty sick too. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. Yeah. But be present, please. This is a fucking podcast, dude. I just wanted to check on him. Pay the fuck attention, bro. Uh, Yeah, Brett Taker. Who do you got? Undertaker, obviously. Yes. Uh, But Brett gives us the stipulation that if he loses to the Undertaker at SummerSlam, he will never, ever fight, never have a wrestling match ever again on American soil. Good. That would make it kind of hard for him to be week to week Monday Night Raw because 98% of fucking all shows are in America. Yeah, it makes it obvious that he's going to win. But obviously, I'm still going to pick Undertaker. Wow, did you hear my voice? But the thing, does it? Does it? Because could there be a possible storyline where he loses... Although he could lose not by pinfall or submission, but by disqualification somehow mm-hmm. and be a way where he actually does get to continue because it wasn't a pinfall win. Or if he actually does lose by pinfall, if they somehow change the rule from what he said, or if it even happens where you only get to see Bret Hart when they're having shows in Europe, Asia, or Canada. I would love that. Could so you much. imagine? So I would be so happy all if he of was this. only on screen if he was in Who's a country say? that's not the U.S. Who's to say that that doesn't happen? Right? I would he be could just be the ambassador for the rest of the world. So happy. Literally could be the ambassador for the rest of the world, just not America. Can it please happen that way? It could. Don't get my hopes up, bro. Okay? That's what I'm saying. Anything is possible in kayfabe world, brother. So he will never wrestle in American soil again. Then we also find out Owen Hart comes out and he's wearing the full fucking Oilers jersey too. He's wearing the home jersey. Brett's got the away jersey at this time anyway. 
and Owen comes out, and we find out that Owen's defending his Intercontinental title against the man he pinned the night before in the middle of the ring, which is one Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's right, fucking Austin versus Owen Intercontinental title. Could this be Austin's first singles title in WWF? I know he's a tag champ. That'd be super awesome. But what if he won the Intercontinental Championship? That would be super awesome. And you know, Take guys, another belt away from the Hart Foundation. Boy, he's already taken the tag titles. <laughs> take the Intercontinental title as well. That would be great. But what if, yes, he could take the Intercontinental title. But what if Brett takes the world title on that same night? No. No? No. No titles for them. <laughs> no titles. Okay. So we get... Brett versus Tassel Tager. Boots can keep his. That's it. <laughs> yes, he'll keep the European title for as long gay. as he wants. Uh, and then Owen and Austin at SummerSlam. Holy shit! So this SummerSlam card is already shaping up. We got two gigantic title matches already announced with four weeks out too. So we got a few weeks of TV to build this shit up. And then we're getting British Bulldog here. Fuck Tassel Boots. He's got his match. I'm not sure if it's for the European title. They didn't say his title match. But he is facing one Ken Shamrock for Leaf Clover at SummerSlam. Who do you Leaf Clover is so lame. So far. He's lame. Owen versus Austin. You got Austin. Yes. I know you do. Tassel, Tassel boots, boots first. You got Tassel Boots, okay? All right. Tassel Boots is Bay. He is. He's pissed me off, but he's still Bay. He's still Bay. One of I have a lot of Bays. A few. Yeah. <laughs> Many. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh some are starting to rear their heads a little bit more than others, but they stop everything in this promo and they play the Canadian National Anthem. Now, you know my thoughts on National Anthems, how I you mute hate them, them, but I did not mute this one just because we know what was about to happen next. <laughs> they got about two-thirds of the way through the National Anthem. <laughs> Here comes Stone Cold! Stone With Cold! steel chair. With the steel chair. Fucking heel Austin in Edmonton with the fucking chair in the middle of the Canadian National Anthem. Beats the shit out of the Heart Foundation from behind. And when he leaves that ring, Austin's face... He was, like, so happy. He was so overjoyed and proud of what he just... <laughs> It was hilarious. Flipping fans off, flipping the Heart Foundation off. And they even had to apologize for his actions after the commercial <laughs> break for interrupting the Canadian oh, national anthem. It was but so even funny. as a despicable anthem busting villain, he is the greatest fucking baby face on television. <laughs> And although I don't even know if he's a baby face or he honestly, he's more of like a tweener than anything. He's a, a, a little part heel, little part face. And you can cheer him if you want. And most people want to cheer him unless you're in Alberta. Because that's heart country. So when we get back from commercial break, we get the apologetic Vince McMahon saying, oh, we're sorry about that. <laughs> oh, well. Too bad. Too bad, so sad. But not too bad, so sad. I mean, he's still kind of pissed at Brett, isn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, he is. So true. he's probably like, yeah, do it. Yep. But uh, yeah, we get uh, another rematch of the previous night from Canadian Stampede. We have 
Taka Michinoku. Japanese guy. Japanese guy. Against the great Sasuke. Masked Japanese Masked guy. Masked Japanese guy. So they have another fucking barn burner, but it's all ruined because Brian Christopher is on commentary with his Ugh. daddy. With his daddy. He wouldn't shut the fuck up. Now, do you like or do you not like his laugh? Oh, no. It's the worst thing. <laughs> it's almost. No. It's, <laughs> hang on. Shut the fuck up. It's almost as bad as the whistle. Whoa, that's pretty bad. But at least he only does a laugh like periodically. Bill Alfonso literally blows that whistle entire match. Can he just go die? (laughs) Like whistle dude? (laughs) Bill Alfonso? Yeah. I mean, he's, I don't even know if we'll see him again. So think fuck. (laughs) But we are going to see Brian Christopher a lot. No. (laughs) I mean, of course he's going to be annoying. He's King's son. Gross. Yeah. Uh, great Sasuke has a promo uh, pre-match where, understand where he says Hajime Mashite Dozoryoshiku uh, Konnichiwa so he says good afternoon and he says uh, it's nice to meet you and uh, Sasuke Des uh, he says a few other things too so I got a little bit of the promo a little bit my uh, 10th 11th and 12th grade Japanese classes allowed me to get some of that promo and also my grandma helped me a little bit with those promos as well, too. As you chug that fucking jug of chocolate milk, like the fucking <laughs> chocolate milk fiend that you are. <laughs> I love chocolate milk, okay? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Jerry, the King Lawler on commentary with his son that he does not like to say that it is his son. He says that uh, Sasuke kicks like a girl. And that uh, Vince McMahon says, oh, I guess that girl must be China. Because <laughs> he kicks pretty fucking hard, I must say. Oh, my God. Did I tell you about the time that I fucking tweeted Takamichinoku on Twitter? Yes, you did. Yes. But the fans and the listeners need to know that I fucking tweeted at Takamichinoku one year. I wanted to go as Takamichinoku for Halloween. Okay, so I needed the fucking pants, the black and blue fucking Japanese logo pants. Okay, so I tweeted Taka and I was like, hey, Taka, I want to be you for Halloween. Where can I get some of your pants? Me hoping that, you know, oh, A, one, me thinking he's never going to fucking reply to me. And B, if he does, I don't know if he's ever going to say, you know, hey, you can get it on this shop. Or, hey, maybe I have a, a old pair I can send you. Ooh, How amazing that would that be? That gross. And he could sign it for me. But honestly, not thinking I'd get a reply at all. I got a fucking reply. Okay? Taka, <laughs> where can I get some of your pants? I'm going to be you for Halloween. And he says, I have no idea. And that was the tweet. <laughs> so although he had no idea and he did not help me out at all, I got a tweet back from one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. If you had known my aunt, my auntie Jill, at the time, she probably could have made them for you. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yep. Either way. Uh, so my Taka costume did not work out that year. Thanks, Taka. Appreciate you, bro. I actually really do. Uh, and then uh, Sasuke wins with the thunder fire dippity doodah fucking dippity. Saskatchewan superplex fucking oh powerbomb. Or whatever it was. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm not getting this. Okay. So, okay. Farouk fires Crush and Savio. Okay. Oh, sorry. He didn't fire them. They quit. <laughs> okay. You can't A fire me. A week and two weeks later. You can't fire me. I quit. 
after they had been fired. Exactly. But the beef is with the nation, right? Savio's pissed because he got fired and they quit. So he's pissed at Farouk. Crush got fired and they quit. Is pissed with Farouk. They're pissed with the nation. So why would they have any beef with each other? They used to be partners. Yeah, that makes no sense to me. But I've dubbed these guys Rip Sleeves Backstreet Boys. Wow. Okay. Because they're wearing all white. Yeah, they are, but I don't think they wear white every week. They just do this week. No, oh, they, they did, did last the week too. One too. Okay, so they've worn it two weeks in a row. So but I eventually they're going to wear different colors, bro. Well, but right until now then, they're Backstreet Boys. But until then, they'll be Rip Sleeves Backstreet Boys or Savio Vega against Crush of the Disciples. Or Head Tap Bitches. Yeah. <laughs> not the Sons of Anarchy, the Disciples of Apocalypse. Not the SOA, the DOA. And I wish Katie Seagal would come out with these guys too. That'd be great. But uh, I don't understand their beef here. What do they have to be beefing about? Yeah, I have no you idea. Know, they both hate the nation. They share a common enemy. I don't understand why I, they just fight because gang rules, brother. Just beat the fuck out of Farouk. But like, Farouk's not here. Team up. Right now. Yeah, I guess. But they're not. They're fighting each other. Gang rules, brother. And rules is spelled R-U-L-Z. Because we're in Canada, dude. And it's <laughs> Z. Z-Z top. Y-Y-Z. Uh, so we have a match between Savio and Crush that obviously un- ends in uh, gang rules disqualification where everybody just fucking Donnie Brooks it up. And you need the air- 82nd Airborne to pull them apart. But uh, Jesus here, or Jesus as I like to call him, uh, gets a nice little... He gets tossed up in the air pretty high and goes right down on a fucking motorcycle that the DOA brought out. So I feel that... Whenever wrestlers have props, they have to institute it into their gimmick slash match slash promo slash angle mm-hmm. as much as they can. So, for example, Honky Tonk Man has a guitar. Aren't you glad that we haven't seen Honky Tonk Man in a little bit? Thank too? fuck. It's actually quite nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's been a few shows now. But, it's probably not allowed in Canada. Yeah, probably. But... Okay. Too annoying. <laughs> Honky Tonk Man has a guitar. How often does he use that guitar in his match and his gimmick? Pretty much all the time. That's his thing. That's his gimmick. He's got a guitar. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the DOA, they ride motorcycles. So how do you think they're going to institute their motorcycles into their gimmick? They're going to run somebody over? <laughs> somebody going to take a leak on their bike <laughs> just to piss them off? Just to piss them off? Wow. Maybe somebody will fucking drive their bike off a fucking cliff just to get back at them who knows but it's a prop and it will be used in the future that's the only interesting thing about the doa besides how they ride together they live together and they touch the peepees they touch the peepees together uh paul bear why do we have to bring up this motherfucker? Paul Kane disfigured skin grass charred body unadulterated the fuck this guy's so stupid didn't know why you could have some unadulterated hate for somebody 
guy can't even speak English, let alone uh, <laughs> uh, perfectly enunciate what he's trying to talk about here. But he keeps going on about Kane and Kane's alive and, and Vince takes him to task about how do you know fucking Kane's alive? Because he fucking told me himself he's alive. He's alive, Undertaker. But he's apparently all scarred up and charred up from this fucking fire. And he's been like this for 20 years. So he's got scars all over his fucking body? I don't know. I don't know, man. It's fucking weird. How long do you think it'll take before we get introduced to Kane? I have no idea. SummerSlam? I have no idea. No. That's the next big pay-per-view. But, like, that's the thing. They wouldn't announce him if he wasn't going to be on anytime soon. Fair. Yeah, fair. Yeah, and they, they started announcing him in early July. So, it can't be that far away. Yeah. Right? Guess we'll see. Who knows? I know. Nation... Nation bitches. Of domination. Oh boy, I got something cooked up for you here, brother. No. We are the nation of domination. Nation of domination. Sorry, brother. Didn't mean to get your fucking hopes up. Amin's not here. He was on the graphic, but he ain't fucking here, bro. Fucking rude. Oh, yes, it's the new nation. The we are the nation. Live and in color. Don't diss the man or we'll bum rush your mother. Fuck you. Listen what I'm saying. Fuck you. I hit my nose on the microphone And that's what you get for dissing the nation. No. And dissing Farouk or I'll bum rush your mother. Nation of Domination. They're up against Owen and Bulldog here. Cutie Patootie and Tassel Boots. They're using their own music every week. You're loving it, I'm sure. Oh, for my tassel boots? Yeah. They're using their own music. They're using they use fucking Bulldog's full on music to get to this. And uh obviously probably one of your favorite moments of this whole show, uh Brian Pillman pulls a sign out of the crowd that somebody had and showed it on camera to the nation. What did said sign say, babe? I don't remember. I didn't note it. Nation of masturbation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> take better notes, brother. Uh, I just take the basic shit, bro. You miss shit then. Yeah, but. Terrible. Terrible. because I'm watching. You see how detailed my notes are for fucking One Tree Hill? Yeah, but. Oh. Lame. <laughs> Get it fucking together uh nation of masturbation or as i like to call them when i was eight years old nation of constipation ew yeah what why are you staring at me you've had a few bouts with the nation of constipation fuck off (laughs) haven't you uh go away <laughs> i think any everyone has I think everyone has point. honestly yeah yeah all right we get our first stone cold steve austin sighting of the night and no it's not the first 
second Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> sighting of Wow, the night. look at me correcting <laughs> you on sorry. wrestling shit. Sorry. <laughs> second Stone Cold Steve Austin sighting of the night where he tells uh, Vince McMahon he has manure for brains. Uh, and they also noted that Ken Shamrock is undefeated. So they, they say Bulldog, Shamrock, SummerSlam, the undefeated Ken Shamrock. Didn't he just lose last night? Yeah. In a 10 man tag. Yeah. So he's not undefeated. Uh, so that makes zero sense. Also, we find out that D'Lo Brown, because uh, Jerry the King, he tries to say that, oh, he probably grew up in some disenchanted poor household where he, he had never had any money he was living in, on the streets like Ahmed and in gangs and stuff. Oh, en contraire, mon frere. D'Lo Brown is a certified CPA, mm. a certified personal accountant he has a college degree and that's who's in the nation educated strong black men thank you very much we are the nation and yeah but uh yeah come on uh fucking kama mustafa here and dilo trying to get the dub but Pillman's on the outside and he's causing havoc with the Canadian flag and beating him down with that, which is probably a lot harder than the American flag, if you ask me. But through all this fucking chaos and tomfoolery and shenanigans on the outside, Owen Hart's in the ring the entire time and wins by count out. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I'm sore. Yeah, I get, get it. I'm getting sore. So, Owen picks up the win here with him and bully and now they're next week are gonna challenge stone cold steve austin and a partner of his choosing or a partner that your grandfather chooses (laughs) now (laughs) austin again has another promo here third time's a charm he's got a promo because he's got a match with hunter hearst helmsley tonight and he says that, yeah, Hunter Hearst Helmsley likes the finer things of life. He likes to eat caviar, but tonight he's going to be eating a can of whoop-ass real quick. And he's not above striking anybody, including fucking China. China, China, China. People think I don't like China. I love China. China. China is the new China, by the way. China. 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 I deal with China. 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 Big league China. So don't tell me about China. I know China. China. And by the way, I love China. I mean, I love China. How can you not love China? I love China. 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 Now, China has never been struck by a male wrestler yet. Do you Mm. think Stone Cold Steve Austin will be the first to strike said China? possible yeah yeah could see it happen uh we don't get the double birds from stokel steve austin and triple h in this match, but we do get austin's curtsy which i absolutely <laughs> love uh mankind also did the curtsy the last night at canadian stampede but uh eventually china does make her presence known she grabs austin's legs from behind and i think austin's about to open up a can of whip ass on her but then mankind comes down with a fucking, uh, you know, uh, he's like a bat out of hell coming up. And he gets fucking dummied by Triple H with this chair that China ended up throwing into the ring. Now, in through all the fucking confusion, Triple H turns around and eats a Stone Cold Stunner for his problems. And Austin gets the big win. But post-match, 
Mankind, Austin 316 shirt. Here we are. Austin's like, sure, I'll be your partner. All you got to do is just shake my hand. They hug. Mankind doesn't want to fucking shake hands. He wants to fucking hug Austin because they're friends. They're going to be tag team partners. and They're going to take on Owen and Bulldog next week. They hug. They embrace. They give the people what they want. And then Austin turns around and fucking gives him a Stone Cold Stunner <laughs> as per usual. Because he's not going to team with a long-haired freak like Mankind. But Mankind cuts a very cryptic promo after all these happenings, saying that Austin will never be the same again. And Mankind will never, ever be the same after next week's title match. What do you think this means? I have no idea. I don't know. It's so hard to like try and predict... Like, with One Tree Hill, it's so much easier to, like, try and predict what's going to happen next. Yet you predict things all the time correctly for wrestling. I'm tired, bro. (laughs) I don't know. I have no idea. It's unfortunate. Uh, Eric Shelley, Brian Christopher. (laughs) What did Eric Shelley's uh, outfit look like? Castle Fun Park's carpet. (laughs) I actually really did. And I Googled it and I saw pictures of it, like actually like the fucking color scheme of it. It's like spot on, dude. Yeah. It's really good. We got to go there and uh, do the new mini golf. We do. Yes. But Uh, for context, for the people that are not from Chilliwack or Abbotsford or Lower Mainland. At all, yep. Um, in 2021, there was a big flood that happened that separated Chilliwack from Abbotsford. We couldn't get through at all. And Castle Fun Park, it's an adventure, like arcade place. Wonderland, as we called it when we were kids. Yeah, it's uh, pretty cool. They had three mini golf, uh, courses. Two indoor, one outdoor. Um, and they were underwater, the basically the entire place was underwater during this flood and uh, there's pictures of it on google it's pretty pretty fucking nuts and yeah i couldn't get to work for like a month um and it was pretty chaotic time that we went through but castle fun park is back and in eric and fucking eric shelley's fucking outfit form and they've reopened one of the mini golf courses yeah, now check that shit out. after two years. It's literally been almost exactly two years since that flood happened. That's right. November of 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy fucking shit. Uh, apparently, Ivan Putsky, the Hall of Famer, is going to be on Raw next week to fight Jerry the King Law and Brian Christopher with his son, Scott Putsky. So he got putts. Junior and Putz Senior against King Senior and King Junior next week in a tag match. Lawler keeps going on with the Pollock jokes. It's He's pretty terrible. fucking ridiculous. And Christopher gets the fucking Tennessee Jam win, and then they do the Lawler Spike Piledriver post match. Austin's out for the thirteenth time tonight, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he says uh, he's out again. 
and you can't shut up the fingers because even though he was handcuffed last night in Calgary, he still managed to flip off all of Canada while he was in set handcuffs. So you cannot shut up the fingers. <laughs> and uh, you, you should exercise your right to not do that in front of people. And Austin says, well, maybe uh, I should um exercise my right to tell that tub of goo gorilla monsoon to fucking exercise himself that he hasn't even done for the last 30 years of his life holy shit (laughs) which gorilla hasn't been around for quite a while now and i know he had a lot of health issues around this time but i kind of want to see your grandpa a little bit more wish your grandpa was around a little bit it's funny because you obviously never got to meet my grandpa he passed away in like 2013 but this is kind of a way that you can like see what he would have looked like. Yeah, at least somewhat. Kind of. And yeah. interacting with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Interesting. Yeah, I'm totally okay with that, brother. <laughs> and now Brett has made the stipulation for the No American in Wrestling. Now Austin's making a stipulation for said Intercontinental Title match against Owen Hart. What will Austin do? If he does not defeat Owen for the title at SummerSlam. Um, wow, you're really paying attention. <laughs> Good Lord. I was tired, bro. If you spend as much time on your phone as you do watching wrestling, you might actually get half the show. No, like I was like, I was just really tired at this point. He said he would get down on his knees Pull Owen's pants down. Oh, and kiss his ass. Pull his little panties down. (laughs) Oh, my God. And kiss his ass. If he can't kick his ass, he's going to kiss his ass. And that's the fucking promise because Stone Cold said so. Problem is, is, when we watch these episodes, wrestling is like an hour and 45 minutes long. We start it like after Flynn goes to bed and after you hang out with your daughter for a little bit. By... It's past my bedtime already. By like 10.30, it's bedtime. Mm-hmm. So like past that time, I'm mentally like... But I feel like I give it my all for One Tree Hill when I'm watching it and when I'm talking about it, and I expect the same for wrestling from you. You aren't the pregnant one. <laughs> Excuses, brother. I'm pregnant. Excuses. And then we have the main event match. We've got fucking bitch heart. No, he's not a bitch. He's a Canadian hero. He's a bitch. That's all he does is bitch and complain. He just told the truth about America. That's all he did. (laughs) And Goldust and Brett, for some reason, fucking DOA is here. I don't know why. Again, the disciples of Apocalypse are here. Yeah. I don't know why. And then Hall, and then uh, Heart Foundation comes out. And then LOD comes out. And then Shamrock comes out. And then Austin comes out for the 27th time tonight. Which I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining that Austin's out here again. But Brett ends up getting the fucking 92 SummerSlam pin here over Goldust and wins the match. And that's the end. And there is no Donnybrook between all these guys who are out here right yeah, now. Yeah, that was just so random that they were all out there. I guess they wanted to show up and tease like they were going to all battle each other. And then they just didn't. So I don't know what no. was going on there. It was interesting. But either way, here we are. It's the end of the night. It's always a good show when Stone Cold Steve Austin's there a handful of times. Rating. 
I gave it a 3.7. Okay. Decent, decent, decent. I'm okay with of that. how often Stone Cold was out. Oh, yeah. And the fact that the nation lost to Owen and Bulldog. Hmm. Yeah, that too. And they also announced that Raw is in San Antonio, Texas next week. And that we will be getting Shawn Michaels on the show for the first time since King of the Ring. Does that mean that Brett's not going to be there? I don't know. Couldn't tell uh, ya. I know there's some heat there. There's a little bit of fire going on. A little bit. And uh, take note of fire, by the way. Yes, take note of fire, please. I mean for you. Oh, why? Oh, okay, gotcha. You'll see. Gotcha, okay. Somebody sets fire to something. You'll uh, see. Like the Undertaker set his fucking house on fire and killed his family. Amalgamate, brother. Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast coming at your ear holes once again. It is a T-H-W-W-W-F. And we are here with episode 41. I hope you enjoyed. Like, subscribe, rate, love, listen, do all the things with our podcast. And you can also check us out on social media at treehillwf.podcast and listen in on all the streaming services, including what, 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 and what? Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Mm, and no more Stitcher. Uh <sighs> Man, we're getting close to the end of this fucking season of One Tree Hill, dude. We are. Like, real close. Mm-hmm. Now, you know how much fucking fireworks were happening at the end of season one and the beginning of season two. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine what kind of fucking shenanigans that... Shenanigans? Shenanigans. Because I'm sure Lucas is into bestiality. He's probably fucked a goat or some shit in the season finale. Hmm. <laughs> Can you give me one? I'm not gonna say. Can you give me one like spoiler for later in season two? But not like an obvious spoiler. Just just something there that's like, oh, this happened. No. Why not? Because I'll tell you everything you want to hear about wrestling. No. No. Why not? Because that makes this whole podcast like not obsolete. That's, I will say uh-huh, the okay. next episode is amazing. You're going to love it. It's very different. Different? Different. 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 Okay. You're going to be like, what the fuck different. is this episode? Is it going to be a lot like that one where they went for the road trip with the fucking thing one and thing three and shit where it's like they, they piece it back from the ending back to the beginning? Because I like that aspect. No, it's just different. It's different. Mm-hmm. Uh, is uh, Peyton going to have a conjugal visit with Jake one day? Wow. Um, I'm not giving you any more other than this episode is different. It's different. It's different. So helpful, dude. So helpful. You'll see how different when you watch different. it. Different. I don't know. I don't know. Bro. Anyone that's a One Tree Hill fan that has watched the show a billion times will know that episode 20 of season two is different. And we only have 23 episodes in the season? Yep. Okay. Interesting. 
Interesting. So, yeah. Okay. It's only have four episodes left. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's getting to fucking crime time here on Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast. We only have three more episodes, too, till SummerSlam. So does that mean... That we're going to line up perfectly that the end oh, of season two is going to hit SummerSlam? Didn't you like, weren't you trying to plan this out too? Of like, well, if it doesn't line up, we should like do the two episodes for wrestling again. And I was like, no, we're not doing that again. But guess what? <laughs> and it just happens to. It literally is going to work out because there's four episodes left in season two. Episode 20, 21, 22, 23. There is three Raws in SummerSlam left. Oh, my God. So it lines up perfectly. That season two's finale would be the season finale of One Tree Hill for season two and SummerSlam. How Hmm. does this keep happening? I have no idea. How does this shit keep working out? I do not know. Well, I mean, we did kind of cheat for the season one finale. Yeah, a little bit. But we made it work. (laughs) And because we made it work, it worked out perfectly for this. So we're going to have to really try to top it for season three. Mm. I don't know how I'm going to do that. I don't know either. But you've effectively gotten me to watch almost two full seasons of One Tree Hill. And I effectively gotten you to watch uh, nine months of wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. You're weird. Let me talk to you. You're weird. Yeah. Bro. Dude, that's just, that's not a, that's a fact of life, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I am Sean Harris. And I am Aaron Kosker. And, and it is time for bed. Yeah, I bid you adieu, motherfucker. And I say bye, bitch.